0: Can anything good come from Nazareth? Ever feel small, unimportant, or feel like you can't be used to make an impact? Well you're in the right place. I'm Mallory. And I'm Holly. And welcome to Small Town Big Kingdom. We believe even
1: small people from small places can be used for His Big Kingdom. Through open and honest conversations about real life struggles, we hope to dive deeper into His Word and how we can apply it to the small places and spaces of our lives.
0: So click subscribe and join us as we chat with Bibles open and coffee in hand.
1: All right, welcome back guys. Um, It's been a week or so since you've heard from us last and I don't know about Mallory, but I've been really busy and really exhausted and um, yeah. We took 35 teenagers on on a ski retreat, which was really fun, but really
0: exhausting. So, yeah, it's been a fun week. I have not been as busy as her, but it has (laughs) also equally been an exhausting week. So, we're going to dig into comparison. Yeah, a different little topic
1: today. Um, One that... I probably, if I had to say, would say that Mallory doesn't probably deal with as much as I deal with. But, yes, the trap of comparing yourself to other people. I don't think that that's
0: true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I mean, if I was completely honest, I'd probably struggle with this, like, on the... Daily? Probably, like, the hourly. mm
0: mm-hmm. um, I think that's just, like, the easiest... As you get... Well, even when you're younger, really. But I think that's just like a super easy place for Satan to creep in. Yeah.
1: And I feel like, I'm, and I'm sure that people our, people older than us probably think that we say that we struggle with things so much more than they did. But um, I do think that with the addition of the internet and social media and all the thousands of platforms that are out there. Being able to see people's lives so quickly and then almost being able to see their only see the good in their yeah, lives, their edited lives, um, sucks us even more into that habit of like comparing ourselves constantly. Um, but I, I know I struggle with that, like you, I mean, we all do, right? Like, you look mm-hmm. at <clears throat> people's posts or their what's going on in their lives, and you're always comparing what's happening in their lives to what happened, what's happening in yours and not just from a physical standpoint, but emotionally or, um,
0: well, like,
1: or sometimes even spiritually, Mm -hmm. like you're comparing yourself. Well, I'm not at the place they're at or Mm -hmm. um, activity. They're such a better
0: Christian than me.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, and I, I would say, I mean, I would say there's so many different levels of that. I mean, as women, we compare the way we look, our size, our weight, our hair color, our how hair. good of a
0: mom we are, how much yes. we do. Yeah. What we drive, what we, we everything. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, you're always with your kids, you're like trying to one up the birthday party of the person who yeah. just threw one or
0: not doing that anymore. <laughs>
1: Yeah, as you have a birthday party coming up this week. (laughs) But we've all felt that pressure um, and that little like sinkhole that I think we can find ourselves in. And to me, that's another one of those, I keep saying this, but those like onion pill things that are interior things that I don't think we talk about or we share with people or we let anybody know that we have feelings. I know I don't
0: I think one thing as women and not just our age, I think any age men cause I don't feel like men really pay attention to this as closely, but like when you're out in public and you're like, okay, gosh, look at that girl. She looks good. Like what you know, like checking her out basically. And I find myself now that I am, in the Bible on a daily basis. And I feel like I have a very strong relationship with Christ clearly could be 10 times better than what it is. But instead of being like, man, I wish, you know, I looked like that or I wish I was like, I try to compliment when I see that because I know that most women crave that. Like we need security. We need to feel good about ourselves. And so Like, maybe if I can, you know, instead of downgrading somebody and being like, oh, I can't believe she's wearing that because, you know, when you say stuff like that, you're most of the time jealous. Yeah. So, um, turning it around into like a good thing and not necessarily being like ungrateful that you don't look like that or you aren't that way, but grateful that God made them that way. And then. He made me my way for a reason. So there's a reason I'm this way. And that sometimes is hard to find like mm-hmm. joy in, I guess. Yeah. Not joy, but like, yeah, joy, I guess. But well, it's we have to like remember when... we're all dealing with that. So like as women, it is so easy for us to tear each other down.
1: Like, like so easy. Well, and I think when you compare yourself, you're just draining you're just draining yourself, right? Of value mm-hmm. and of who God made you to be, because um, God didn't make us to compare Mm-mm. ourselves. Because honestly, I mean, if we all wanted to be the exact same,
0: that'd be kind of boring. It would be, yeah,
1: <laughs> It'd be really boring. But um, so we're going to talk about a couple of different comparison traps that we kind of find ourselves in (coughs) so that maybe if like Mallory said you're able to recognize it when you start to do it you can also recognize how to stop it
0: well I think social media present time would greatly decrease that because I feel like that's one of the easiest comparison traps to fall into and it then leads you to online shopping (laughs) That's your problem. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't, don't <laughs> act like you don't have that issue. Okay. <laughs> hey,
1: my fasting of social media has really helped that problem. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Fasting. Okay. So the first one that we were gonna talk about is um in that comparison issue is the per- your performance mm-hmm. and how you can fall into a trap of comparing um. People, your success or measuring your your value or your level of success to others. And I, I don't know about many of you listeners out there, maybe many of you are working moms or students, but for Mallory and I, we're both what you would call a stay-at-home mom, which we don't really stay at home. <laughs> but I know for me, I've fallen victim to this because – Especially like when we're together, I don't feel that issue. But if I go to another setting and I'm around women who are, you know, they've gotten these big college degrees and they're running their own companies or they're, you know, some high up in a company or they're nurse practitioners or they they're, they just have these great careers, I feel inferior.
0: Yeah. Did I miss a shot on that?
1: Should I have done that? Or are they somehow better or more important than, than me? Um, I just, I find myself wishing that I had done something Mm -hmm. or regretting the path to be a stay at home mom or somehow feeling like, um, even my role, it it almost makes me sometimes to think that like my role in my family is inferior, Mm -hmm. that like, I don't know that I'm inferior because my husband works and I don't.
0: Or, well, I think that's to society because being a stay-at-home mom is not the norm anymore. But not not that there's something wrong with that. I mean, there's plenty of days I wake up and wish that I was going to a job and I wouldn't stay at home. Oh, <laughs> and like- it wasn't. It's not because I'm just sitting at home watching. Netflix. Well, it's like
1: I used to tell Casey, I'm like, you know, I know he works hard but his job well i say this but it technically doesn't cuz people call him all day all day long but mm-hmm. his job or most jobs have an a start time. time and an end time a stay at home mom there's no end time end time is when you go to bed mm-hmm. and start time is when you wake up mm-hmm. i mean it's it's exhausting but
0: i mean i've been guilty of that before just i mean and but i do think as i've gotten older that's and maybe it is because we're together all the time. And I, I, I mean, I just realized like I'm okay with who I, I'm. I'm, I'm getting more comfortable yeah. in my skin and, and who I am because Christ made me this way. And if I don't get comfortable in it, my life's gonna be a living hell for a long time because it is, it will be. You can't. That's what comparison does. It makes you feel like you're not good enough and you're not. But being around all these different women and some of them being stay at home moms, some of them being CFOs of companies, or I mean, you know, I just have come to the realization that God made us all different for a reason. And he made us like me and Holly, which I don't feel like this sometimes, but he gave me the gift of patience. Sometimes like, I feel like yes, I she's way more patient with children than I am. And um and I'm not even that great at it. So, but I just think that you know, he gave the gift for other people in my life who are women who are strong women like in what they do as their job and just realizing that when we get stuck in that comparison that God made us all different for a reason. And just because they're making hundred thousand dollars a year and go into a really important job every day and you're making zero dollars a year and your kids are telling you you're a horrible mom <laughs> bonus <laughs> that they're no better than you and you're no better than them. And it's just like our spiritual gifts. God gave us all a different spiritual gift. If he gave us all the same spiritual gift, There'd be well, a lot of left stuff left to do out
1: there, and I'm sure that the moms who in their own right, the moms who are working moms that we're comparing ourselves to feeling less than they have their own issues too like they're not able to to go to the parties with their kids or be the team mom or you know, they're feeling that they're feeling some of the same things that we feel it's just it's just another way that we fall into the issue of like comparing. Mm-hmm ourselves to one another.
0: Well, I think I talk with, um, one of my girlfriends who is literally a CFO of a company. And I I don't think she's ever caught up on her work. She has so much stuff to do, but that's something that we've talked about. Just like, she feels like she misses out on so much because of her job. But I mean, like clearly she loves her job, but that's you know she's like you get to go and do all the things and you get to be involved in all the things and you get to you know and she misses out because of that so it's just like you may be comparing yourself to someone thinking that they're better than you or that you know they're worthy of more than you but they're sitting over there comparing themselves to you mm-hmm. at the same time yeah
1: well so there's another area and um I also find myself in this area quite a bit. But um, it's an area of, I would say, pride as well as insecurity. And it's a trap that we can kind of fall into. And in my opinion, you could probably break it down into two different groups. But in my opinion, insecurity and pride probably are best friends and go hand in hand. Um, And pride is that trap that we find ourselves in where we're like we want other people to think of us a certain way and so we're trying to get other people's approval or acceptance or to be recognized and it's kind of an ugly one honestly too Mm. like where you
0: pride Uh, well i think also when you fall into that prideful category you're also most of the time being a hypocrite
1: Well, probably.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because you are portraying that you're one way. I mean, you know, when you're being prideful, that's what you're being, you're doing.
1: You are, but in the same sense, I don't think it's a purposeful thing. Like, I'm not purposefully sometimes doing that. It's, I'll just catch myself having feelings of, well... You know, like you'll do something and you didn't do it with the intent of, I want recognition or I want somebody to notice Mm -hmm. my character, my, my heart, whatever, you know, I just, I'll do it. And then I catch myself going, nobody noticed that or nobody said anything or, or maybe somebody said something to the person next to me, but didn't say anything to me. And so then, then. I think that's where you're you're prideful because you want recognition, but then you're also insecure because you start to second guess. Well, were, was that person doing it better than I was doing it? I mean, I know we yeah, do that all the time. Yeah. Like Mallory <laughs> and I, okay. I know we say all the time that we're we're singing or whatever, but it I think it it's also been a great um adventure and a walk of fate for us to step out and do that but then it also can bring it's an area of Mm -hmm. our lives where it can bring a lot of comparison I mean she and I are not professional singers nowhere close to it (laughs) and we're probably newbies especially compared to like some of the people that sing alongside of us that probably have been doing it
0: their whole lives their
1: whole lives or went to school for it or, you know, but it's one of those places where you get up there and you want, you you know, who doesn't want to be the best? Like you want to be the best. You want to sound the best. You want to,
0: that's human nature who doesn't
1: want to get recognized, Mm -hmm. but that's where the pride falls in and you're going, okay, why am I really do Am I doing this to get recognized? I don't want to do it to be recognized. I want to do it to glorify God and to, And to set an example of a form of worship. Yes, to to promote the way I feel about God and to encourage other people to. I
0: think that is a area that I can let Satan creep in easily, and I hate that because that is my and yours. It steals
1: your joy. Yes, because it. it is
0: our most. I mean, that's my favorite. I love doing that. And it's not because I love being on a stage and people looking at me because let me tell you, some of those days I'm up there shaking. I pretty much always look like I have a form of Tourette's or something when I'm on the stage because I just cannot stand still. And I'm okay with that. I know that about myself and I don't care. <laughs> but I just, I hate that Satan does that. Like I hate that he makes a second guess things that we know we're glorifying God for. I mean, every Sunday morning I pray before I go to church, while I'm at the church, Lord, just let me be what you want me to be on the stage. Don't let anybody see me. Let them see you. Let them see Mm -hmm. my worship for you. Don't let them hear my voice. Don't, you know, like I want it to be about him. But then when I leave, I'm like, gosh, was I like, did I, was I? singing that song did I ever take that song too much like was that mm-hmm. you know was I being powerful? you just
1: you just get so critical
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I think that's the way he, if he can't make us so afraid not to do it then he's gonna make us compare ourselves to yep. each other and steal the joy that way I mean I'm guilty of that and then it then it rolls right into the insecurity because you're like you're going, okay, was I bad? Or I catch myself like, go, okay, Wait, I'm not. said anything. said anything.
0: Did I do it really yeah, bad no job? one
1: said anything about it being good, so it must have been bad. <laughs> or, you know, then I go listen back to it and it doesn't sound the way I think it should sound or, you know, it just, we're just so critical. Of... Which is
0: why every time we both sing, we text each other afterwards and <laughs> say, how, how was it, how was was I horrible? Was it but, as bad as it sounded in my head? <laughs>
1: And that's just where we fall into that trap of like comparing ourselves to each other or comparing our value or the success to what people say about it. And it's not for that. It's for the glory of God. And, you know, I tell my kids all the time, the Bible says, make a joyful noise, not a beautiful one. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I just keep playing Sometimes it
0: may not be beautiful, but it was joyful. Yeah, And and not just in singing. I just think, in anything that you're doing like it's just so easy to fall into that and
1: whether okay let's take for example with your kids with sports i mean everybody wants to be the best everybody wants to be noticed or get awards or get trophies or you know everybody does get trophies well these days yes but (laughs) but i mean like our kids i know for example like my kid She's playing soccer right now, and they give like a game ball away every day after the game. After the game, and they go to practice, and somebody gets the game ball, and she's like, "I didn't get it," and, and I'm just like, "But you just keep working. You just keep uh-huh. working." And instead of using, um,
0: be happy for the affirmations
1: or awards to to drive us, we use them to devalue uh-huh. ourselves. You know, and make us question our performance or our abilities and it's it's a sad strong tool that satan uses too
0: and we fall into it lots yep Yep. um the other one that is a trap that is so, so easy to fall into is insecurity and um I mean, we pretty much hit on that the whole time. Yeah. That's just, God, that's something. I don't know that while I'm on this earth, I will ever not deal with that. I think that this world now is pretty much made to make everybody feel insecure. I mean, really, anytime you get on anything, something comes up that, makes you feel insecure, you know what I mean? Like, and I just, that, hence why suicide rates are up. Why? I mean, that's what all of that boils down to. And it's just so, I hate how our world has turned, you know, there's no, we're not praising people and we're not, we don't recognize and know people for the good things they've done, but just for how good they look and how they dress and how they, you know, all these types of things that do not matter that are so earthly and don't matter. And that's something me and Holly talk about all the time. Like I just want to, I can do anything. I want to raise my kids to not feel that way, to be happy for people when they do good and are doing good things. And my children may not be doing them or and it not make them like when they don't get the game ball. It not make them feel insecure. Like how do we instill that in them to where that doesn't follow them throughout their whole life and define who they are? Because that's what a lot of it does.
1: Well, and you know when when we're insecure, and I mean if I'm being honest, I told Mallory yesterday like I grew up that way, like insecure about my abilities, about the way I looked, about everything. Um And it was no reflection of anybody else. It was just my own issues. But when we are insecure with ourselves, we're not, to me, we're not thankful of how God made us because we're wanting to be like someone else. And well, and we're never going to
0: find happiness either.
1: Yeah. Instead of embracing... The person God made you to be, you're constantly evaluating it, how evaluating the way He made someone else to be, and trying to either make yourself more like that, or in some ways hide yourself even more mm-hmm. to hide the insecurity. Um, I think it gets better with age, honestly. Like I've said it lately, Sometimes. like <laughs> I feel like I'm in my early forties and I'm just figuring out who I am, which is mm-hmm. kind of sad. Cause I'm like, you're in the, I mean, if you live what halfway through, Oh yeah. Halfway through and just kind of figuring out who you are. But, um, I, I think I tr- attribute that to, I'm now more in the word every day. And I'm learning that the mirror that I hold my self to is not the mirror of the world or comparison to you or to people around me, the mirror that I'm supposed to hold myself to is the is God's word and who he made me to be and who I can be in him. Um and so then the insecurities change. They change. (laughs) (laughs) Um I think the insecurities are less about well
0: they kind of turn into things that you love about yourself. Because
1: oh, for example, like my I have freckles. That was always forever something I hated. Like I tried to hide it. I did not like it. No, most people didn't have them, and for me, it was always an insecurity. Now I don't. I don't want to say I love them, but I wouldn't say that I I, that they bother me anymore. I mean, Mm -hmm. I am learning to love myself the way God made me, and. I, I hope that we can figure out how to do that with our kids at our earlier age because I think it is as long as you compare yourself you're not fully living in the joy that God intended you to live in.
0: Well you're also never going to be that person that you're comparing yourself to because you're not them. So you're never it's You're never, never going to hit be, that mark. You're never going to hit that mark. It's never going to be enough and it's you're it's always going to be a constant letdown of not making it yeah and and god doesn't want us to know <laughs> i mean um hold on one second
1: hey guys we just wanted to bring to you one of our favorite brands seek jesus they're an awesome company who has a minimalist view on clothing. So if you're like us and you love Jesus and you love fashion, they might be a great option. So check them out, seekjesus.co. They have t-shirts, hats, accessories, all the things. They promote being heaven made. So again, check out Seek Jesus at seekjesus.co.
0: okay so i wanted to pull in a little bit of scripture right here before we hit this little last section that we wanted to speak about and it is romans 9 20. it says but who are you a mere man to talk back to god will what is form say to the one who formed it why did you make me like this
1: i mean i've asked god that before right like Mm -hmm. And I think every time you compare yourself and want to be like someone else, you're basically doing that. You're basically saying like, Question why didn't why? you make
0: me yeah, like so-and-so? Yep. We're all guilty of it. But just so we know, we're not supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah. And
1: there's also a verse, and I'd probably have to look it up. That's like something about the potter and how the potter has the right to decide if he's gonna make a vase Mm -hmm. or a pot or break it for Mm -hmm. that matter. Um, So God being the potter has the right to create us all in a different way for a different purpose, for a different call.
0: So we should stop focusing on questioning why he made us the way that he did, Mm -hmm. but maybe turn our focus into What? what was the purpose for him making us that way, yeah. Because
1: I think if you focused on that too, if you spent your time focusing on what you're supposed to be doing and not maybe why you're a certain way, um, your
0: outlook on life will change tremendously. Yeah. Through one, and <laughs> you're not gonna get stuck in your thoughts and opinions of other people about you, but more in your reasoning Embracing why who yeah. you are, yeah.
1: Well, that kind of leads us into the last little um, comparison trap that we wanted to talk about, which is envy. And envy is one of those things that. It's
0: nasty and ugly. It's
1: nasty and ugly. Yeah. And it, I think we're again, all so guilty of, I mean, and that's kind of, it's one of those things that is born into us. Like from a very early age, you notice even children in a nursery envy the other one's toys so they snatch it and grab it or um, envy is like us wanting what other people have and I know we find ourselves wanting to have just a nice as just as a nice house as someone else or Maybe your envy is that you don't want the exact thing, but you want it to be better,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which I think a lot of us are guilty of. I want to have a newer car
0: or a better car or. Oh, like I'm so, <clears throat> and this is something, it's my new, but um, I don't, I'm don't. i sure you guys have seen those videos on like Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And it's the guy or young man dressed as a mom. And he's like, he does the memes with the, like, you know, somebody's coming over and the mom's, like, vacuuming everything and, like, wiping all the counters down and, like, throwing things and, like, you know, like, hurry oh, yeah. like, and get everything, like, put away. And like, that is so me. And I wish that that was something that, like, I feel like I've gotten better at that. But just even that, when people come to my house, I want everything to be put away. I want everything to be in its place. And it gives me such bad anxiety if it's Well, not.
1: like, so you're envious of perfection.
0: right. Or, so or like, they're uh,
1: you're envious of their well, opinion. To, of right, your,
0: I want them to think that I have it all together and everything's always yeah. put away and my life is perfect. But really, if you open the closet, everything's going to fall out on you. And it's, you know, like we all have our little things that we have to work on. And that is so, I'm so OCD about my house and having everything being organized. Like when the kids tear everything out, I, I, I'm so, I won't even let them pick it up because I'm just like, You're not going to put it in the right place. So I need to do it so I can have it organized. And I just, and then other people come into my house and they're like, how, why is everything, you know, like, how do you keep it this way? And like, well, I do it so that they'll say those things, but like, why do I care so much? Like, why? you know what I mean? Like, why not let the house be strode and let my kids have fun? And, you know, I mean. And I've gotten better at that, but that is something that took me a while to even get better at. And I know that sounds silly, but it was keeping me from being able to enjoy doing things with my kids in our home. Because the whole time that they were tearing things out, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're just making a big mess. And I'm behind them, like cleaning up the things Mm -hmm. and not actually enjoying the moment. So I think all of that to be said when you get envious of others and get envious of things that people might have or ways that they present themselves or whatever, you are taking away from things that you, you should be enjoying.
1: Well, and I think we're all, I would say the older I get, I'm learning to not be that way because I'm learning what is actually really precious in life. Like the things when I was younger, I was maybe envious of, you know, people's success or envious of the nice house and the nice wardrobe. You know, a few years ago, envious that so and so was putting a pool in. And I don't like, but now I catch myself not caring about those kinds of things. Like, but now I'm catching myself envious of things like, envious of people's depth of knowledge about the Bible. And mm-hmm. I wish I was that knowledge, but I wish I or envious of people's ability to play an instrument, envious of things. And every time I'm envious, I, I almost think now that every time I'm envious of something someone else has, whether it's possession or talent, I'm almost telling God, I'm not grateful for what I do, have, mm-hmm. what you did give me that,
0: well, Thanks for also, what you gave me,
1: but I really would rather have theirs.
0: And also that person that you're envious of probably doesn't know, but you're at the same time kind of building a little bit of a wall in that relationship. If it is a relationship that you have with a friend. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, true. Yeah. I mean, because in some
1: ways a little bit of where there's a little bit of envy, there's probably a little bit
0: of anger too. And then jealousy, yeah. which is ugly. And, I mean, like I do that. I mean, even in our friendship, like I've been guilty of, and I can say this because me and Holly are try to be very open with each other because we do not ever want anything to get in the way of our friendship. Um, But just like I feel like she knows more; she's more knowledgeable than I am in the Bible. I feel like in certain things, she may not think that, but. And so like there's times where we do about a weekly Bible study with our pastor, which I'm sure he's getting a little tired of how we are never <laughs> stopping. And, um, she'll say things to, that I'm just like so profound and I'm like, gosh, I wish I would have like thought of that or, and then I, I think, you know, I turn it around in my mind before I let it get to like an Mm -hmm. envy thing. And I'm just like, I'm so thankful that I get to sit and watch what she can do with her talents or what she, or the thoughts that God gives her to share with us. Like I, that is something like, I'm just, I try so hard to let my thoughts be turned into something good and not. And if you're mindful of them, then I feel like you're more apt to be able to do that.
1: Well, and I, I think that what you just said is part of it. It's like, you know how that verse goes about you're supposed to capture, take all your thoughts captive. You have to do that because it's just human nature, I think.
0: Well, if I was to to sit there and just be jealous of all the things that you knew and all the instead of like taking them and really like relishing in them and just like, you know, letting them soak into me, then where would that get me? It would just lead me into more sin. Yeah. But if I'm really taking those thoughts and being like, no, I'm not going to go that route with them. I'm going to go this route and just be so thankful that God has put this person in my life or put, you know, and just be okay with the fact that I can't play guitar like them or I can't sing like them or I can't quote scripture like them or play a sport like, them. yeah, like just be okay that God allowed them to have that because God has allowed me to have way more than i deserve. Yeah. I agree. And i think that's i mean that's where we're trying to get with this whole comparison yeah. thing is just be so mindful of where you're at when you're doing that and what your mind what you're allowing your mind to think, i yes. guess. Yeah.
1: Um yeah, because when we kind of when we spend our energy and our time Thinking on what other people... You're, you're really just wasting opportunities mm-hmm. when you're focused on what you don't have mm-hmm. or what other people have or what they're able to do. And you're, you're missing out. Um, I hope the older I get that I learn to be appreciative of who he made me to be. Mm-hmm. Maybe never stop. I don't think it's bad to like want to be better at something or to keep working or but to know you're trying strengths new and things your weaknesses yeah.
0: and know that god gave you those strengths for a reason so use them to glorify him and to further his kingdom and i mean i think but like you said i don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, there's plenty of older women in our church that i aspire to be yeah. and i think gosh i just you know like i want i want to do that i want to know when somebody needs to be prayed over I want to be that person you know what I mean like and just know that and don't be envious of it but be willing to work towards that and let God show you who he wants you to be
1: well and I think too the more that we're able to do the more accomplishments or the more possessions we get or the the more gifts and talents that we accumulate that we also have to increase our humility Mm -hmm. in those things um, cause if not, then it just goes down a whole nother prideful, prideful, ugly road. Just, just like a mm-hmm. loop that you keep yourself on. But yeah, I and mean, then we get
0: caught up in them. <laughs> yeah, We're not sitting here proclaiming that we don't cause we do.
1: <laughs> well, we just hope that today, if you've, if you're like us and deal with issues of comparison and, um, envy and pride that you in some way can um, maybe break that habit that seems to suck the joy in the life out of the things that you're doing. And um, just take heart and know that Jesus knows who you are and why you were made. And as soon as you can live in that and not who you wish you were you will fully be living in his will when you're able to live with confidence that I may not be like this person or that person, but I'm like who God made me to be. That's right. Yeah. So, well, thanks for joining us. And we hope that as you guys continue to peel back your onion like we Mm -hmm. do, that um, God keeps giving you some wisdom and and that we're helping you in some way. And like us, never be afraid to cry with the onion Because we sure do.
0: We sure do. We were crying before we started this
1: today. (laughs) All right, guys. Until next time, have a good week. Have a good week. Bye.
0: Okay, guys. Thank you all so much for joining us again today and just listening to our rants and hopefully a little bit of biblical. input that will help you with your week and help you with just trying to not fall into the comparison trap. If you could, please, please subscribe and share the podcast. As you know, it helps everybody else to find us easier and just helps put a little bit more goodness out into this world. Until next time, we hope you continue to seek small things to make a big impact for his kingdom. See you next week.